coming out now is a handout based in part in some of the thought of what we did last time. How a variant, the New Testament textual variant, gets drafted into the New Testament text. Modern translations of Luke chapter 2 verse 33 generally read as follows. This is from the NAS. And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. The reference is, of course, Jesus. His father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. The important portion of it is, and his father and mother. Now, just off the top of your head, what do you think would be the most likely problem with that statement regarding Jesus? Well, his father was not earthly. His father is the father on high. God. God. So the reference is not to his heavenly father, not to his actual father, but to whom? Joseph. Joseph. So to make sure that that wouldn't be misunderstood, some copies of the New Testament made sure by adding it into the margin, Joseph, or by actually changing the wording of the text. In Greek, the most likely original reading would have been kai ein hapater autus kai hamater, and the father of him and the mother. Now, the traditional translation, as found in the King James, is, And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him, found in the majority text and in the Textus Receptus as, Kai ein Yosef, Kai ein Mater Autu. There's more differences than just the lacking of pater, father. The definite article is missing as well, no ha pater. Pater, ha pater is gone, and autu after it is missing. Instead, it has been shifted down to after the mother. Ha mater, autu, of him. Now, and the King James translates that just perfectly fine. Now, modern translations, the NRSV, the NAS, the ESV, the New Jerusalem Bible, the New International Version, even the Vulgate, which isn't a modern translation, but I included it there anyway, all render it as uh, the father's child and, and mother, or the father and mother of him, or and the father of him and the mother, in any of those possible translations. That reading is supported by Codex Sinaiticus, Vaticanus, D.W. Family 1 of the Minuscules, 700 and 1,241, which are other manus is another manuscript. Of these, Codex Sinaiticus and Vaticanus, that's that little X-looking thing, that's the, that is the Hebrew letter Aleph. It's the first letter in the Hebrew alphabet, and it stands for Codex Sinaiticus. If you look up on the board, you'll see I have written it, Sinaiticus with the standard short, uh, the Aleph written in standard handwriting, and then Sinaiticus written, and then it's about 350 A.D. B is Codex Vaticanus, and it also dates to about 350 A.D., i.e., they're both mid-fourth century. All right? Also supporting this reading are some of the old Latin copies, the Vulgate, the Georgian, and some of the Syriac copies, as well as 
quotations from Origen, Jerome, and Augustine all prefer this version. The King James-supported version, the, ver the majority text, is supported by the following manuscripts that are listed. K, Chi, Delta, Theta, O53, Families 1328, 565, and so on. Indeed, the vast majority of the manuscripts support this other reading. The earliest of these manuscripts is the 9th century AD and most are after the 10th century. Well, that's interesting to note. Mm -hmm. The Byzantine lectionary also contains a version of this variant and many copies of the Old Latin, some of the Syriac, some of the Coptic, and the Diatessaron all contain the reading of and Joseph and his mother. All right. However, and if this is what it, if this is all we had, it would be question, you know, well, how do you know which it should be? I mean, after all, putting in the father of him takes away from Jesus' divinity because it makes Joseph his dad, right? While, you know, Joseph, putting Joseph in there makes it clear that Joseph isn't his <coughs> biological dad. Mm -hmm. It just says, and Joseph and the mother of him. Well, yes, but what did the autograph say? What is most likely to have said? Well, the majority say Joseph, so Joseph. <coughs> well, the earliest say father, the father and the mother of him. So which is it? Well, there's a way to find out. And that's to take a look at all of the various renderings of this. There's lots of variation. And there are three good examples and several other minor examples of a slightly different reading, which in Greek reads, Kai ein ha Yosef kai e ha-mater. Now, that would translate, and the Joseph and the mother of him. The Joseph. Right. This is contained in Codex Alexandrinus, which dates to the mid-5th century. It's also in Codex Pi, which is a 9th century manuscript, and Codex Psi, which is an 8th century manuscript. This is the intermediate stage. Originally, the autograph read, and ein ha pater autus kai e mater, and the father of him and the mother. At some point, someone said, oops, someone might take this as an argument against the divinity of Jesus. Regardless of the fact that all the stuff prior to it, in the preceding portion of chapter 2 and chapter 1, say, no, he, this is a virgin birth, mm -hmm. regardless of all of that, somebody said, well, someone might think this is an argument against the divinity of Jesus. So, let's fix this by putting in the margin Joseph, Yosef. And some copyists saw that and swapped out Pater for Yosef, but left the definite article, the. Hence, the Joseph and the mother of him. And then someone coming along saw that and said, that doesn't make any sense at all, and dropped the definite article, and then you get simply Joseph and the mother of him. And there was some other swapping around and changing of the, of the, of the uh, pronoun of him, the out to, got drifted around a little bit in the copying and fixing of the verse to make it doctrinally correct. But for the most part, that's how it drifted in. 
It started out as the father and mother of him. Then someone saw that and said, ooh, someone might think that's an argument against his divinity, so let's put Joseph out in the margin to make sure it's clear. And then someone else coming along copying it put Joseph into the body text but left the the, the definite article. And then somebody else came along making a copy of that one, saw it and said, that doesn't make any sense and dropped the definite article until you get what we have in the King James. Now, does the difference in the reading make any difference to what the text says? Is God the Father on high and Mary being amazed at what was seeing, being said about Jesus? No. The context is clear. It's talking about Joseph. The Father is... As long as you're familiar with the context. As long as you've read the context of the verses surrounding verse 33 in chapter 2 you know that the, con that the reference is Joseph, period. Hence, the phrase, the Father, doesn't take anything away from Jesus here. And you know it's not the Father on high being mm -hmm. spoken of. It's Joseph. It's an example of a variant which a lot of people say, Ooh, heresy, heresy, heresy. It's changing the Bible. It's making Jesus into a bastard. No, it's not. No, it's not. Some common sense, read the context, read what came before, read what came after. It's obvious who this hapater is. It's not the father on high, it's Joseph. They just yeah. didn't have a word for adoptive. Well, they didn't apply it. It wasn't important. It didn't need to be there. The way in which it got in was concern over orthodox faith. Okay? In, their, in their wisdom, they prepared for what was to come because the people who wish to debate you will always take it out of context. And that's what was probably happening in some cases. The Arians probably were referencing that and saying, aha, see, it's his father. Well, that's a perversion of scripture. Of course, changing ha pater to Yosef is a perversion of scripture too. What does the autograph say? Isn't that what we should have? And if the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, if the, if, the, if the scriptures are inspired by God in the original autographs and what the apostles wrote, then shouldn't we try to have or reconstruct or have before us a text that is as close to that as possible? Yes. Yeah, for the sake of, for the sake of people who are smart enough to read, the whole thing in <laughs> you know, but, but for the for the average you know person out there that wants, oh, I can just prove that you was just a man and your whole religion is there. right. You know, it's it's wise that they did it that way because it does clarify mm. it does clarify problems. Like you said, it doesn't really technically change. It doesn't change anything because everything says on both ends. It's Joseph. No and yet, what. there are people who will use this version to say that anybody who read the NAS, anybody who reads the NAS or the NRSV or any other translation except the King James is going to hell because they don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God, but rather the Son of Joseph and Mary only. They do that, the King James only people do that repeatedly. Pick and choose what they want to... Yeah. 
And they ignore the historical transmission of the passage in which we have the earliest copy say Ha-Pater, the intermediate copy say Ha-Yosef, and the later copies say Yosef. That tells me there's been an evolution of the passage from the father to the Joseph to just Joseph. The original is the father. But the father is not the father on high, it's Joseph. Now, if this were a translation issue, like in the Greek it said the father and someone says Joseph the father, and there are some copies of the New Testament, both in Greek and in Latin and Coptic and Syriac, that do that. Some of the variants read Joseph the father of Jesus or the Joseph the father of Jesus. Some variants do that and put them both together, which is probably also one of the ways in which it occurred. Instead of striking out Pater, the guy probably wrote it in there with Pater. So Joseph, the father of Jesus. Huh? Italics, what? They didn't have parentheses back no, they didn't have parentheses. They, 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 had, they had marginal notes, but unfortunately, because everything was hand copied, you didn't know if that was an error correction in the margin or what. And a later copyist coming along would see that note in the margin. Some of those are error corrections, and some of them are simply commentary. Sometimes commentary got drafted into the body text. And it is believed that this is an example of that, and we have intermediate steps that prove that that's almost certainly what happened. Plus we have some copies, as I say, that said that say the Joseph and the father of Jesus and the mother were amazed. So, I mean, you have these intermediate steps. Now, I just wanted to do this to illustrate kind of what we were talking about last time in regards to variants in the New Testament and how, simple, simply put, most of them have no impact on the actual meaning of the text. Anybody who reads it can, I mean, this is an easy example. Anybody who reads the passage knows who's being spoken of. Hence, the variant is irrelevant. And grammatical differences are sometimes a little more difficult, but at the, some of these variants make gibberish. And the only way they can make sense is if you correct them one way or the other. So, in the, so the variant is uh, therefore, again, irrelevant because it's gibberish, but you can tell what it was supposed to have said. The spellings will often do that in other languages where the endings of the words determine it's part of speech. So the perversion is not in the grammar, but in those of us who refuse to use common sense. The, per the perversion is not in scripture. The perversion is in the reader. the reader and in some cases the translator or copyist. I would say the fellows who drafted that in made a big boo-boo. In favor of trying to make the text be more orthodox, they ended up destroying what the Holy Spirit inspired. Now, they didn't actually destroy it because context tells you what it said, but they still changed it. And to me, that's a bit troubling. And this is an easy example. There are other examples that aren't so easy. And there have been fights in academia over these subjects for centuries. 
the kind of stuff that makes for doctoral dissertations and things like that. And it's all fascinating information, but I use this as an illustration that you can have variants and the vast majority of them don't impact the text. Don't impact the text. This is just one example. And there are people who say this is one of the most egregious examples of where the modern translations diverge from what the God said, and God said what's in the King James, and if you go anything else, you're going to hell because you're denying the divinity of Jesus. No, you're not. But that's what people will say. Copyright by Dr. Gregory S. Neal. All rights reserved. Visit us on the web at www.revneal.org. That's www.revneal.org. This program was produced by Dr. Greg Neal.